Hey guys, welcome back to Quenta Quenta Podcast. This is Angela. It's your girl Tessa. What's up guys, it's Ed. And this is KP. Unfortunately, Tessa cannot join us because she is in the air. She's flying. She's between states. But we have a very special guest. He is the CEO, president of NateKalima.com, an affiliate program and digital PR agency that teaches people how to build brands fast, self-development coach, and pays 50% globally to refer others to learn. Plus, he is the author of the upcoming book, Dominate. We have Nate Kalima. Hey, everyone. Thank you for giving me time to be here on your podcast. I'm excited to see what we're going to talk about. And congratulations on the podcast and all your success. Yeah, thanks for making the time to be here. I know you know KP, but this is Ed. <laughs> Ed, Ed nice to meet you. Dude. It's such a trip having me on this podcast. <laughs> um, I met Nate. He was the national uh, director of the pageant a name that I, I forgot. <laughs> the continent is like a Continental really Miss name. Philippines America. Continental uh, Miss Philippines America. That was an interesting. Seems like such a long time ago, but a fantastic experience. Yeah. Wait, well, when was that? Because that's when we met, right? It had to be 2019. 19? 2019? 2019? Like right before pandemic? That's right. By right before wow. pandemic. Crazy. <laughs> it's wow. been a minute. Yeah, I've done many pageants and that was like the best pageant that I did despite not remembering the name. <laughs> I genuinely <laughs> thought, thought that was like the best pageant. It was so much fun. It was fun. And, and, and one of the blessings that came out of it was, of course, meeting you because without you, I wouldn't have met KP and all the rest. And now we're in a fantastic uh, church. Uh, fantastic. No, so with that, God. that is funny because we might have still met. We might have still met, actually, because remember, I ran into you at church. I actually never would have. The other person who invited me to the other church or the Bible study, I met yeah. through the pageant as well. So without the pageant, without all these connections, oh, wow. I would have found myself. Uh, on the way to where we are at church and mm-hmm. had that incredible relationship with God. So it's fantastic. It, it is all meant to be. <laughs> yeah. Shout outs to, to Gather Church, Los Alamitos. That's and, our church. Did you say amen? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not preaching. Okay, this is going to be fun. All right. <laughs> I'm excited to see Nate over here. To our weekly seminar. Welcome. We tricked you all. Welcome. Oh, no. Study. <laughs> <laughs> finally got you on the zoom oh, no. pastor nate kalima uh, wait can you explain what your your background is like what's that about it's the metaverse it's the this basically what's happening is the fourth industrial revolution and the fourth industrial Re- revolution is a trend toward automation and essentially a lot of people getting their jobs replaced and things like that so it is a great thing about the future but it's also a warning about the future that things are about to change a global recession is coming a big reset is coming and it's something that uh, that needs to be addressed and a lot of people just are not talking about it. wow <laughs> i just like i have no idea what's going on well we can talk which about is, it if you'd like which is exactly i mean which is it's, it's exactly what's like no one's talking about it and angel's like what it's like yeah you're right because she doesn't even know what's going on in front of me no you know you know what's funny though like it's 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 funny because like a a lot of like a lot of the technology talk is 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 definitely like it's it's skewed on this weird weird idea of being replaced like i know like in the last couple maybe no not a couple weeks but maybe like a couple months or so like people have been talking about um like the whole the whole um what you call it ai art kind of craze yeah Yeah, i forget what like there's so many different programs now where you could just type in what kind of art you want and then it'll just pop up Mm -hmm. um so you could use like leonardo da vinci um esque type painting but with mario and luigi and it was like it'll just pop up um and like it it is a it is kind of a wonder like like the idea of like even just like the clip arts and backgrounds and stuff like that that you use that you usually hire an agency to try to recreate. You could just recreate yourself and kind of like skip that middleman. So it's it's interesting. It's very interesting, and I played with it a lot. Um, it's just it's just funny what you can do with it. It's also really scary though.
Yeah, yeah, you're exactly right, KP. It's a lot scarier than people think because since the pandemic, uh, what happened is that fourth industrial revolution has probably gone up maybe five or 10 years. The first politician who was smart enough to essentially address it was Andrew Yang. Andrew Yang talked about it and everyone just kind of glazed over because people didn't want to talk about the transfer of a lot of tasks to machines and AI. And it's a mm -hmm. very scary thing. Why? Because now you have people who rely on something like an Uber or a delivery that which can now can be done by a drone or self-driving oh. technology. Or how about tasks like this? Say, yeah. for example, you had a new artist, a new artist who mm -hmm. wanted to have some clip art made for $20 or $30 on one of those, uh, those apps where you can find these artists. Yeah. Now, a, a big company can just go on a Lenza or any of these other AI apps. Yeah, we're having fun, but it's taking money away from the bottom end. And this is a very a serious issue that's about to happen when maybe say 20 or 30 states in the United States have people who are doing truck driving and they could be replaced by AI or self-driving cars and so on and so oh, on, yeah. especially Elon Musk Starlink going all over the world. So we're in perhaps the biggest transfer of wealth, biggest transfer of technology, biggest transfer that's happening unlike anything seen before. And that's why branding and getting these new skills is really important. And it's why we got to start now. Yeah, I remember like Yang was talking about like socialism trend where like everyone basically just like everyone has just like kind of are just given a livable wage because everything becomes automated. So you don't even need to work anymore because sure. I, I forget what it's called. Like it's well, universal basic income. And he called that's it what it is. Yeah, yeah. Universal income. Yes, that's yeah, the his one. concept, uh, which he was really good at articulating it. He just he didn't have a good delivery, in my opinion. He, he needed to be a little bit more stronger about what he was doing, and he shouldn't have left the Democrat Party if he wanted to create a lot more influence instead of starting the forward party himself. Mm -hmm. But essentially what he was trying to say is that uh, his plan would be capitalism that doesn't start at zero. Essentially, we take care of the bottom end and go from there, which the reason for his reasonings is, is pretty simple, is that so many tasks, uh, you just saw ChatGPT, which is backed by Elon Musk, where a long time ago, you can probably spend hours trying to write a report. Now you can put your question in chat GPT and have a full page report done in three seconds. You can have a book written, big parts of your book written through chat GPT-3, uh, GPT in just a few minutes. It's yeah. unbelievable where technology has gone. And sometimes we just see it as fun, but really it's replacing real work that people are doing right now. And it's a very scary thought, but that's why it's the time now to start pivoting and doing something different and taking advantage of the technology because that's why there's no more typewriting degrees and so on and so forth. We gotta warn people now and get people to have these ideas that, hey, some things are being replaced and we gotta change paths. Mm -hmm. That's that makes why- a lot of sense. Sorry guys. That's why, that's why Angela quit her job at Chick-fil-A. Because, because, because AI of, is gonna take over. Because, <laughs> no, Chick-fil-A Chick is actually what, what they are doing right is the service base. So what's gonna happen next? We're going from tech, which there's a lot of jobs which are gonna be laid off because of this new automation and because people like Elon Musk are thinking, mm -hmm. that, hey, we've got to run it like a business and so on and so forth that it's going to go more into service. This is why I'm big on building your brand, building your celebrity, doing podcasts like this, getting the word out, because next will be influence. Imagine in the future, because the metaverse is quite frankly too early. Mark Zuckerberg is too early. And what's going to happen is that eventually we'll be able to go in our metaverse room, just like we're getting on this podcast. I'll be able to find the nearest drones, drone deliveries uh, for Burger King or In-N-Out or whatever fast food. I'll be able to say, hey, which burger do I want? In-N-Out or do I want uh, Burger King or do I want McDonald's? And one of the biggest influences will probably be service. Who's nicer to me? Who has been out there? Who is on my Instagram, TikTok, or whatever social media is out there? And that's going to be the defining factor. And I'll say, click instant delivery, and a drone's going to deliver me my Jollibee, and I'm going to have a great time. I'm having a jolly evening. And that's really the future. So service-based, I mean, if you're in a, something like a, uh, a Chick-fil-A or, or In-N-Out, you'll probably get getting paid more and a lot of in and out people are getting paid six figures to have that kind of service it's really scary actually because like uh what is it so my girlfriend is a, a computer science teacher and um they just found like a site that has an ai bot that'll type out all the code as long as you just tell it like exactly what you want and it's so crazy because it's like these are answers to questions that she creates for tests and stuff like that and the ai bot will just be like oh yeah you just do this and then it'll type out the code so you see all the code and it'll explain the code to you so it's just like it, it's literally like takes the the like learning and the skill out of it so it's like 
I think yeah, you're you're definitely right. We we need to be ready for like what's to come because if it can do all of that and explain everything behind it, you got it absolutely it right. It makes I, us obsolete. Yeah, the cyberpunk future is coming because mm. now with Starlink and the reusable rockets, you can do business anywhere. This is why I live in the Philippines as well, and I'm starting to spend more time there because now it's about family life and family quality and living a legacy and so on and so forth. While mm-hmm. it's here in the United States, we're always stressed out. We're always worrying about the next thing. And now we have robots replacing us and robots replacing the work that that people are traditionally doing right now. Mm-hmm. So there's a big shift that's about to come. It is scary. And now is the time to warn people. But a lot of the people out there in the media don't want to warn you about it. That's why it's up to social media and people out there. But they're getting censored, unfortunately. People like uh, like the influencers that are warning about these things. And it's unfortunate because these are real world decisions which may affect where you raise your family. Maybe you don't want to raise it in California or New York anymore. Because here's the thing. Even though you have an emotional attachment to California or New York, like I have an emotional attachment with Los Angeles, your grandparents or great-grandparents most likely moved here for a better life. And now, because of Elon Musk and all these AIs and techs, we're probably going to have to move again for a better life. And it's something that we seriously have to consider with our generation. What do you see? This is my, this is my question. Um, in the sense that like the United States was kind of um, like that that whole like promised land that was um, that it was maybe like 30, 40, 50 years ago with like Filipino Americans and migration. There's other places too. There's like, you know, like there was the whole like there were there were like places within Europe, um, like Saudi Arabia and the Middle East also like where Filipinos went. Uh, definitely the US was kind of one of the pivotal places. Um, any particular country where you can where where you see any kind of like um industrial migration or or like kind of work migration actually happening again that's that's kind of being highlighted because again like for the Filipinos about 30 40 50 years ago that was the US sure. it's like is there any countries that's like kind of highlighting right now I'm just I'm, I'm trying to figure out where I should get my next citizenship basically <laughs> It's like, should I go to Japan? Should I be a Japanese citizen? The key is here, be where it follows your values. So mm-hmm. if it follows your values, that's where you should be. You should do that with everything, with the person that you're going to date, with the person that you're going to marry, with the country you want to be in. Because if it matches your values, that's where you should be. Of course, I don't deny that America is still one of the best places to make money. However, we're now at a point where inflation is all-time highs. People are getting more more mentally ill because of the situations that we're being in, because of the cyberpunk reality that we have in the future. People are having to live four or five generations in the same house because homes in Los Angeles are now becoming a million dollars just for one home. you got to find a place where you could do your values and not be afraid to move there because your grandparents did the same thing. If you have to go to Texas or Florida, you might have to do that. You might have to go to the Philippines. Why? Because I actually can run my business from the Philippines now. Before the pandemic, very difficult to do. Very, very difficult to do. But now, because of the internet, because of Starlink, because of now the whole world is connected because of the internet and because of social media and because things are happening faster than ever before. And now with social media, people are being held accountable, which is great. Politicians are now being held more and more accountable to get results. And strong results faster than possible means that you can move to those places and do remote work and start building businesses and start doing things. You can start a business now within a day. Before, it would take three to five years to be profitable with a business. Now, within 90 days, thanks to the miracle of the internet, you can get rich in a very short period of time. And now it's becoming accessible to the rest of the world. So the whole economy is about to change in the next 20, 30 years. It's unbelievable. So case in point, go to a place that follows your values and your family's values and your partner's values. Did you learn this from anyone in particular? So there's a lot of things which led me here is because I was listening to so many. One of the failing parts is to listen to too many people. If you have too many mentors, you're going to get confused. If you listen to that guy who tells you to save money all the time, you're not going to listen to the expansionist people like billionaires like Grant Cardone, uh, who says you got to spend money and you got to have courage and go out there and start conquering new lands. If you think like a Dave Ramsey and hey, you know, if you you just save all your money, everything will be okay. Those are two trains of thought. Can you have success with both? Absolutely, but you got to pick one. And so I was starting to get very confused. I was starting to be on all these sides and realizing it was actually holding me back from where I was going. Luckily, I found some fantastic mentors and fantastic personal development and self-development. The harder I worked on myself, 
the more my income went up, the more the value of my relationships went up. This is why I hang out with people like KP because he's a high value person. This is why I hang out on this <laughs> podcast because you're high value people. The more you become a high value person, the more you can have a better value system when you pick a partner. That way you have your standards intact. And when you have your standards intact with your partner, guess what's gonna happen? You're gonna have strong children and you simply have to be in a place where you're surrounded by like-minded people that have those mm. strong values and so on and so forth. So that's kind of a vaguer area of where I was going with how it kind of started. But really yeah. it was, I was in confusion especially in LA, because LA can be very, very confusing. People here are very delusional, which is also the allure of LA, is that we're all so delusional and we have all these confusions of values. And so that's where it really started. And can I just say that that's probably one of the best compliments I've ever gotten in my life. <laughs> Nate, thank you so friends. much. You should have more friends that give you those values. No, because no I, a- I do, yeah. I, I I do have well I do I do have friends that show me that value. Um, I I will say like um the high va- like what what you said I I don't know what what it, what it is I think it's um this part if I can be like a l- little honest for some reason like I've been listening to a lot of like relationship podcasts in the last couple of days, and then they talk about the whole I don't I don't want to get super triggering but they've been, they've been talking about kind of like the pitfalls of kind of the feminist movement as of late and then they talk about like having like high value people and how like in particular like women are looking for like a high a high value person to be within their life um um so i just i am appreciative that that you would use that particular term but no i do have i do have friends they don't use that same term of high value that's why i was like thanks thanks for that um by the way also within this podcast, I, I do, uh, I want to be the first to say, um, Ed, Angela, and then of course we miss Tessa, but also super high value people. It's one of the reasons why we continue to do the podcast because we're so encouraged by each other. So I want to say that as well too, but I do want to thank you, Nate. Absolutely. Because you are the sum average of the people that you closely associate yourself with. If you're around people who just want to drink all the time and, and play games and so on and so forth, it gets to a point. I mean, we're not getting any younger. We're, we're getting older. We have to build value. We have to think about the next generation because that's the whole point of life to think about the next generation after we've acquired our skills and acquired the wealth. That we, what's the whole point of it? Which leads me to the next thing, which Angela will probably talk about, which is how I essentially you know, met a billionaire or met billionaires. And that's really the triggering point for me of how I started changing my mindset, why I decided to get married, why I was intentional about moving to the Philippines. It's because I met someone who's a high value when it comes to income. And it made me really think about the trajectory of my life and the people I was around and the people who were drinking all the time and doing all these things and and having low value conversations. And I said, I need to keep the people or high value. And my life in one year has dramatically changed my, my view on God, my view on family. I got married with intention. And now I live in multiple places around the world. Imagine that all happened in about a year or year and a half, because I made a decision. I made a decision thanks to an example and a mentor. Sometimes mentors are there to show you what not to do. And it's, it just really led to me to where I am today. You did say like, so, so the whole idea is he's a billionaire. I was at in West Hollywood at the West Hollywood edition, having dinner. And then we met a very fake guy who was acting like he was the, the man or whatever it might've been. And so eventually we all got together, hung out because sometimes I had a tendency when I was single that even though I know someone was full of crap, I would still follow to see where it would go because I'm one of the people who want to go to a conclusion. Hey, where's this going? And so we ended up in a villa in the West Hollywood edition, and we were all having a little hotel party, you know, just having conversations. I was actually with another friend, Shauna Fable, who's a film actor on Akeel and the Bee, and of course with the pageant. And then eventually we saw two figures at the top, and it was a woman and a man. And then we shouted, hey, come down, come hang out. It's like a house party. And so he was like, really, really? And he came down and he was someone in his mid fifties. He looked super young. He looked very, very excited. And he came in, he just started talking like a normal person. Hey, I'm here. We're having fun uh, and so on and so forth. And I thought he was an interesting guy and I really couldn't put my finger on it. But every time I talked to him, he just seemed like a person of worth. And I didn't know at the time that the West Hollywood edition wasn't just hotels, they're condominiums. 
and their condominiums there are 15 to 20 million dollars 15 to 20 million dollars each and so he just looked at me because I had a tie on and a shirt. I had this jacket on. It was cold that day. We were at the rooftop of the West Hollywood edition earlier having dinner. And he said, hey, I'm going to get a speaker. You want to come with me? And without thinking, I went because he seemed there's a lot of people who would hesitate. They'd want to be around the girls and so on and so forth. I don't care about that stuff. What I saw was that he seemed like a high net worth or a high value individual. So I wanted to follow him up. When I followed him up, he was like, so you want to know who I am? I'm kind of, and I said, yes, I'm kind of curious who you are. He said, you know, catch LA. That's where all the celebrities are. Catch, catch New York, catch LA. He said, I'm catch. I said, what do you mean catch? I own catch. And I said, so you work with Tillman Fertitta, who's one of my faraway you know, mentors, a faraway field. He's a multi-billionaire, probably the most successful restaurateur out there. He's like, yeah, that's my business partner, Tillman Fertitta. I'm catch. And I found out, realized that this is a guy named Michael Hertenstein, who is one of the most successful people out there back in 2005, made, I think it was 100, 200 million on a sale of Westcom Communications. And all his condos are like 20, $30 million, 50 New York, LA, rents out to Jay-Z and so on and so forth. And I really came up across that when I went up to his condo and realized that his balcony was all around. It's not just a balcony and it's not just two balconies. It's the all around balcony. Like the so whole just, the whole level was like all around the balcony, basically. It's his balcony. Oh, that's dope. That's pretty dope. And so that's when I realized this guy is probably a billionaire or he's made over a billion dollars. When you have an opportunity like that, you'd be friendly, but you ask the right questions. Because how often do you run, maybe in LA and New York, but how often do you get that? So when we were coming down and he was actually telling me a lot of business stories uh, and so on and so forth. And maybe I won't get too much from his private life, but he did tell me a lot of private things because I was asking him serious intentional questions. Hey, I'm on the same path as you. I'm probably going to be a very, I will be a very successful business person. I'm going to have a high value. I want a family at a, at your age in your fifties, super successful billionaire. What would you have done different? What would you have seen? When I talk to a lot of these billionaires or high net worth people, it's very consistent. The biggest either regrets or wants in their life is to have a big family, more children, because it does get to a point. And when I talk to these multimillionaires, they say around $20 million, which is about 1 billion pesos in the Philippines, billionario. That's where money is like hazy. It doesn't, it's all the same lifestyle after that. So what are you going to do after that is have a family. Those who typically don't have a family, and I'm not saying that, hey, if you choose not to have family, you choose not to. I'm on the traditional way of saying a family is how you pass down your values, but that's what they're looking for. They have wanted to have a lot of family because you can. there's only so many things you can do, only so many parties, only so many, so many drink fests, only so much uh, issues and so many things that you can do when you really want to have the challenge of raising and rearing a family. And so there was a few more things that he said and talked about experience, whether good or bad, but I really appreciate him. And I saw him as a mentor because with intention, I said, look, at that point, because of you, Michael, I'm going to find a girlfriend. I'm going to get married. I'm going to start a family and I'm going to do that with intention. And because of that advice, within 12 months, I got married. <laughs> you did I get found, married. Yeah. I found a good girl. I found a girl, though, with agreed upon values. I think a lot of people don't do that. I think that a lot of men have not embrace masculinity because they're confused and they should be they should have masculinity and have those kind of traits if they so choose to and it's very healthy for them they shouldn't be embarrassed about that they should want to take the lead so my wife and i my wife never has to work if she doesn't want to because i work my butt off i want to have a family i want to have all this this great things for her and she is my why and she's of all the timelines that I could have had, she is the greatest wife of any timeline we could have had. And before we got married, it was an agreed upon value system that we came across. So that's why we have a very happy marriage. Of course, it's very, very early into the marriage, but I believe that we have a high chance of extremely succeeding extremely because of those agreed upon values. And it's all thanks to uh, me figuring out that I was, I want to be a man. I want to be a masculine man. I want to be a man that's ahead of the household, grounded in God. And because of that, it's led me to this happy 
place where I am today. If not, if I didn't, I'd probably be still doing dickish stuff with my dumb friends who were drinking all the time and not leaving with example and leading girls on and doing those kind of things and doing stupid stuff. Now I'm a stronger person today because of the examples that I saw within that short period of time. So that's why, you know, it's very, very important to have self-development and do those things and be with high value people like the people here on this podcast because it does affect the outcome of all your relationships even your romantic ones mm. well first of all congratulations on your marriage yeah, <laughs> it was it looked really cool like you guys married in in las vegas right absolutely it was it was we're having two weddings uh the first one's going to be in las vegas uh, well, the first one was in las vegas it was something that she wanted. She wanted to have a golf style. And I love Las Vegas. I love cyberpunk. I love the whole concept of Las Vegas, the still wild west. That's kind of a short drive from, from Los Angeles. And I have a intention of relocating to Las Vegas uh, in the future. So it's, it, was a, it was a great gothic style wedding that was free of the obligation of other people and what they would expect out of a wedding, which is very important. Yeah, you talked about like, I mean, we talked about it at church a little bit. I was, it, it, it's small, pretty intimate. And then it was just, yeah, it was intimate, more or less just like, but basically between you two, you had friends and stuff like that as well, too. And I did get to meet her and she is incredibly lovely. Um, and um, meeting her as well, too, you can kind of, um, she does have like a social media presence. Um, and she, she, she does have, um, at least on, online, let me, let me, let me clarify when I say this. So online, it like, she definitely exudes like with her online, with her, um, with her own business, like she has her own business. Like she really definitely exudes that kind of like boss B energy, but in person, I know what you mean when you say you have values. I want to say this very gently because some people might get this wrong, like very kind of like, like traditional, very Filipino in the sense that like, you know, like traditional values where like you can, you can be on, on both sides, you being like the man, she can be the woman. And then you got like, you can tell it rests very well with you guys, which you don't see very often anymore. I mean, you see it in like older, like, like my parents, my parents, you can see that energy. And, um, and I, I saw it with you guys too. And I was just like, this, uh, yeah, you can really tell. It's like, I get it. I totally get it. You guys have the same values. You guys love each other. And, and there's no, like, there's no confusion in what the relationship is. And that was one thing that, that, um, that's, I think myself and like the rest of like, um, everyone, like all our friends at church kind of like saw as well too. It's like, oh yeah, we totally get it. Like, like you, you, we see the valleys and we see why you liked each other, um, at, at the get go. So that's cool. Absolutely. Because in, in a relationship, you should have those. And sometimes it does take time because a lot of guys are useless before the age of 30 because they're so confused and because they <laughs> don't have clarity. It's, <laughs> it's true. And, and that is also comes into the fact that we don't have the same kind of teachings and, yeah. and groundings. Of course, you can I, disagree with some. No, I totally agree with you, though. Yeah, I totally agree that, that there, there is something that you go through in your like in your 20s where you that there's a discovery of like kind of who you are and what what like resting values you want to uh you want to kind of agree upon yourself um and yeah you need you need a you need to live life to figure out what what you want retained and what you want to let go of so I definitely agree with that yeah and that's why a lot of women are frustrated and and rightly so because you have these boys running around that don't invest in self development that go with these low vibrational friends that do dumb stuff. And yes, sometimes you do have to explore and you have to do, but you have to have some discipline because motivation doesn't last. It's like a shower and you need mm. to be around people that aren't just motivating you here and there. You need to have friends of discipline. That's why I do encourage people or guys in their early twenties to have a mentor in their thirties or mid thirties, or even their forties or a friend or group, add some of that. Remember some people you're spending five minutes with, you really should be spending five days with. Some people are spending five days with, you really should be spending five minutes with. And sometimes we need to be able to instill that. What are some men looking for? Guidance, clarity. Why are they waffling around? Because they don't have clarity. And without clarity, you don't have discipline. That's why they change their mind all the time and trying to figure out. And then and the curse of social media. Social media is a strength and a weakness because now you see these perfect situations. Everyone's rich. Everyone's hot. Everyone's something on social media. And it creates these expectations where they're confused and they don't know what to do. That's why you need a mentor. You need someone to say, hey, sometimes you got to get off the phone, get in the gym, 
go be the best person that you can be. You're going to make some mistakes. You're going to have some issues. You're going to discover yourself, but let's get you on the right path. It's like ready and fire. Sometimes you have that gun out or that arrow out. And yes, you might miss the first time, but it doesn't mean you stop. You just keep on going until you hit the target. And mm -hmm. we're missing those big brother. We're, we're missing those people that will guide these young men from being these useless people who are doing dumb stuff and leading mm -hmm. women on. And now if we have those kind of mentors that return to masculinity, you'll have better men and then you'll have very happy families. So we need those mentorships back and it's going to create a very healthy future for people. So, I mean, like not to ignore the, like everything you said about technology and like income and salary, but I want to know because I honestly want to be married, but I don't want to deal with men. I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to talk to people like, but you were like saying how like in 12 months you got married, like how, how did that happen? Is it just networking? Is it like manifesting? Like what was the, what was the secret? manifestation i mean i don't believe in praying to the moon or any of that other bs what i believe in is that if you simply have an agreed upon value of what you are what you are and what you want in your life then yes you do have to date you have to yes you'll have some it's like panning for gold if i was panning for gold am i going to get a lot of dirt absolutely but then once you're right once remember with a lot of things in business in a relationship Many times you only have to be right once. Now, is there a possibility of failure? Absolutely. That's in business. That's in life. That's in everything. But if not, you're going to live a life of mediocrity. You've got to go out there and date. You've got to be around. Me. But then when you see those red flags, sometimes we get so emotionally attached because it's our age. We're getting older. Whatever. My, I'm 36 now. And so people were, were telling me, well, you're running out of time. No, well, I had to get to the point where I had agreed upon value of where I was. And then I started looking around, meaning that I was intentionally dating. When I dated in LA, there were terrible people, very, very terrible people because they were confused because of social media, because of the vanity of this area, which I do enjoy. As a single person, I enjoy. I enjoy Hollywood. I enjoy the magic. But you have to agree that there are some fake, a lot of issues here. So I decided to say, look, I'm going to look in the Philippines. I had some looks in the Philippines. I tried dating apps. I tried all those things. And coincidentally, eventually we found a person which I didn't think really that it was going to lead to where it was. However, we found that we did have some principles that we could stand on as a foundation. And then I said with intention, look, I'm trying to date you. I think that you're wonderful and I'm on the pathway to marriage. So let's talk on a pathway to marriage. But I'm at the immaturity. I've had mentors. I've had examples which mm -hmm. is why I'm going back to that. I can, I know why you're frustrated sometimes. There are also responsibility on the other side and men need to take responsibility for where they're at. So that way they can be a good husband to their wives. And part of that is getting in shape, doing those things. It's, there's nothing wrong with wanting to get in shape. And if anyone tells you, no, you don't need to do that. What's wrong with wanting to be your best self? This is a, I don't like this whole movement of not wanting to be your best self. Don't put anyone down who's not at their optimum level, but always say, look, if you want to get to the gym, let's get to the gym. Let's do something with, let's do something today. Let's get moving. Sometimes we need that workout partner. And that's the whole point. Sometimes that's why I need to go to the church because I need that spiritual workout partner. These are the kind of nuggets which allow us to get to the life we want faster and the faster you get a mentor the faster you're around the right high value people is the faster you're going to get to your goal and sometimes yes you need to have some sad parts in the middle of it but here's the thing once you get right once you find the right relationship bam now you have the rest of your life to live a happy life it's just the road before that that's the journey that god has put you here so you can learn and pass those mistakes to your children and say to your children this is what i learned these are the traumas that i got from past parents and so on and so forth. And I'm not going to pass that on to you. That's the whole reason why God has put us here on this earth so we can learn and pass it on. And you might be the one to break that generational trauma by having these strong mentors and being the, the person that you believe it to be. So that's why I'm so strong in my convictions of where I am right now. One of the things that really stood out to me um, from your story specifically was you need to ask the right questions. And um, I find oftentimes that I, uh, in the field that I work in, I'm surrounded by a lot of influential people and I get those moments when it's like, oh, like if you have an elevator pitch, this would be the time. A lot of the 
times it's just like, okay, I'm with this person, but it's like, I don't know what to say, or I don't know what question I should ask or what even like I would do here. Like, I'm not entirely sure how they could help me, but I find oftentimes that I'm like, if I don't say anything, I feel like there's an opportunity that I'm missing. So like, what is it that like you look for? What is it that you like researched or, or thought of for yourself that was like, okay, these are the questions that I should be asking for myself. Sure. You can, this is why the whole basis of you are the sum average of the people you closely associate yourself with is a big deal. Because if you're around, if you have a few successful people who are constantly asking questions, who are constantly exuding confidence, and, cons- and so for men, having masculine traits where they're taking charge and, and helping and doing good deeds and so on and so forth, it'll be easier for you to be confident. And the more that you become confident is the more that you'll be able to have more it's like fishing. You're going to have more hooks in the sea because you're going to say, here's an opportunity and yes, I'm, I'm kind of scared. I may have a fear of rejection, but because I have these mentors and I have these people around me today, I don't feel that fear of rejection. I feel excited to talk to people. And I want to see uh, from my mentor or, or see this person in the elevator, or I see someone who's beautiful. I want to ask the question because simply put, if, if I don't ask the question that I'm losing that opportunity forever, because what's the worst that can happen? What's the worst that can happen? A bruised ego, perhaps. So that's why you must around people that help build your confidence so you can ask those kind of fearless questions because sometimes an opportunity will come only once and that one opportunity might be the one that you really needed it could have been the job opportunity it could have been the career it could have been the business it could have been the woman that you wanted to meet or person that you wanted to meet or it could have been the person who will introduce you to the person you meet if you start having these skills and that's why self-development every day is important five to 10 minutes of self-development, being around uh, high value people is really important because if you're around people who just are scared or lollygag or just want to drink all the time or, or do haram stuff like do drugs and things like that, guess what? You're going to become the fifth person. That's what's going to happen. And you're, 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 your confidence will wane. The things will wane. You're, you're, you're wanting to do things with your life will wane. And suddenly it's two, three, four years later, and you're wondering why at the same place, the same event, same restaurant, same karaoke place, same drinking spot as everybody else. It's because you need to make the decision at this point to say, I'm going to commit to personal development. I'm going to find a mentor. There's probably a mentor right in front of me that I can ask questions to. And the more I ask the questions, perhaps they'll point me in the right direction until I have my own voice and I can articulate my experiences. And when I articulate my experiences, I realize in six months from now, I become a different person. I may not have realized it, but my friends realize it. And I start to outgrow the people who are low value people. So that's why self-development is so important and having your friends is so important. So it all starts with your surroundings and the people that you're around and the kind of education that you're putting in yourself every single day. It's just like a workout. It's, it's basically, if I don't do, start with two laps a day. Yes, nothing is really going to happen after those first two laps, but you do two laps in 90 days, you're going to have a difference. If you do personal development, maybe 10 to 15 minutes a day, instead of listening to the trash that's on the radio, which I do enjoy, I do enjoy the trash and the junk food sometimes, but have some of that trash go with personal development and people of high value that you can listen to. And you'll see in 90 days, there'll be a difference because you'll make one decision based on the personal development and based the things that you've been listening to and based on the friends of high value that you got inspired to that you make one decision to say hey i'm single there's this beautiful woman here at the restaurant i'm just going to talk to her i'm not sure what i'm going to say maybe i'll fumble through it but i feel the confidence to do it and maybe it changes your timeline forever so that's the answer start with what you're listening to what you're taking in and the people that are around you that's a love story right there someone at the restaurant could be. Could I be. love that line, but, change your timeline forever. I'm going to use change, that. Change your timeline forever. That's Is that the next script, Angela? Change your timeline script. forever? Oh, man. Yeah. You definitely, okay. it's, it's never too late. It's never too late to to change change direction. Uh, you can't, you can't, Jim Rowan said it best. You can't affect the wind, but you can set the sail. So there's going to be things in your life. There's going to be a pandemic. There's going to be some dumb stuff. There's going to be things beyond your control. That's going to happen, but you can always set your sail and you can decide to rise above it and go with it and set your sail in the right direction. You have had a, a deep encouragement towards me when I talk about, of course, like my like my dating life and 
I wouldn't necessarily say the struggle, but um, the scarcity that is like within the LA area in particular. Um, and you have mentioned and actually have invited me to try to find someone in the Philippines. Yes. Yes. Why? <laughs> well, I mean, no, yeah, because like you did talk about, I mean, just to preface it, you did talk about a lot about like this, like looking for someone with intention and 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 because of that scarcity um you had um you, you that you had highlighted is just like hey philippines you probably will find someone over there sure. um and it's not that i've given up um trying to find an angelino because um i still do feel like someone someone who of kind of more filipino american background um but but it is but it is interesting um because i've been hearing it a lot from other people as well too that's maybe looking outside of um kind of the the western sphere of the of, of dating um because of the different kinds of values that that have been kind of birthed from from kind of like the like the western like um like kind of the, the western atmosphere um are not not as you know not as prevalent everywhere else um, I'll just preface that way and say, why do you recommend finding someone in the Philippines? Maybe even in general, maybe someone's asking. Yeah. You'd probably find someone more aligned to your value system because the big metropolitan cities in the United States have a lot of confused people. And the reason why is because, of course, there's a lot of uh, high incomes, a lot of temptation, a lot of issues, a lot of things here that may not align with your values. And then also social media has destroyed the concept of normalcy meaning that when you get on social media, everyone's rich, everyone's hot, everyone's something. And then you have people who say, this is what I need to attain for, which may not be for everybody. And so what I would do is, yeah, I would, you have the right mindset. I would continue to uh, be at the best physical position that you can be in, continue to be with high value people and check out the Philippines. Why not try it? They might, you might have more hooks in the sea meaning that you might have more people that with the same values as you. And if you find people with the same values as you, maybe it'll be better so that way they can align with you and say, hey, this is a person that I want to be with. Think about it. I, I, prob I dated a lot of people here in Los Angeles. The reason why I was sad and without intention is because I was not being a man. I was not being masculine. I was not grounded with God. And I was not grounded in the rules that I put for myself because everyone here is so waffly. And so I was accepting things that I normally wouldn't accept. I was accepting a girl who was just always on posting her ratchet videos, getting sloppy with the thotties on her Instagram. Hey, and even my friends were saying the same thing. They're like, why would you ever be with a girl like that? But I was accepting it, being a simp, being a weak man, being one oh, of masculinity. And so I said to yourself, you're right. Why am I being like that? So I decided to up my value. And every time she called me after that, I said, I don't have time. I don't have availability because you're still doing that stuff on your Instagram. And so if if that attracts a, a, that kind of man who likes that, so be it. But I'm not going to be that kind of man because I know mm -hmm. deep down inside, that's not the kind of man I will be. Yeah. Where am I likely going to find that? I'm not saying this all over the United States. Perhaps there's yeah. a part where you want to be, but... I would rather do it in the Philippines. Why the Philippines? Because I'm Filipino. I have a very close relationship with my culture. And here I had this girl who was of a good age, who uh, had good family values, who I could vibe with, who has bye-bye-in on her tattooed on her body. Very Filipino. I liked it. I wanted to know more. And I realized that she wanted to have the same shared values. She wanted mm -hmm. a family. She wanted to be married. She wanted to have a strong husband that did those things. And lo and behold, within six to 12 months, bam. If a guy is trying, is just with you, maybe you might disagree, but if you guys are just dating for five to 10 years, what's the, what are you doing? You're supposed to get married. You're supposed to have children. Why, why are you waiting 10 years to get married? So it's because we are surrounded by so many confusing messages here. I mean, sometimes we, we're so open-minded that our brain has fallen out. I mean, you know, you, you look at some of these fashions like Balenciaga, my gosh, how disgusting, how how terrible they are. I don't want my children exposed to the kind of stuff. And so that's where you can start okay. seeing a pushback. That's where you can start seeing a pushback. You know, you're seeing more masculinity come out because men are saying, you know what? I want to be a stronger man. I don't want to be confused anymore. I want clarity. Mm -hmm. So you're on the right path. Go to the Philippines, uh, you know, be in the best mental and physical state you can be. 
start dating around over there, try it for a month and tell me if you haven't met someone, because I know you're going to meet somebody and I can say with absolute conviction. Wow. That's been like a long time topic on this podcast. KP, finding the one. (laughs) (laughs) And now we finally found the answer, the formula to get it. Because you have been spoiled, KP. KP, you have been spoiled by social media. You see these ABGs on Instagram the Jesus no. moment for me right now. You know your values don't follow the sloppy thoughties. Hey. You know it. But because you are here in the here in Los Angeles, you see the TikToks, you see oh, man. these terrible TikToks, and you're attracted to it at some <sighs> level. You want someone beautiful, but you don't agree with the values that they are putting on the TikToks and the social medias. So where are you going to find someone like that? Most likely, you're going to find in the Philippines. That's where wow. I believe you will. Why? Because there's more people like that. Man. It's just simple. This is where you're at. This is why you're still single. This is why you haven't found anyone. <laughs> you're attracted to these thoughts, but you don't like the values that these thoughts have. Very simple to be. You want to be a strong man in the sight of God. You want to have a good family and so on and so forth. I truly believe you'll find it in the Philippines. Get strong mentally. Get more of a physical appearance. Get over there and do it. I'm going to insert um, a past clip of KP talking about ABGs <laughs> and how much he loves them. Oh, no. No. <laughs> it's not hard to find. No. Also, also we were te- well, I mean, like, no, I'm, I'm taking this all in, Nate. Um, but we were also teasing the whole, like, you, like, uh, you, you, you be bringing me to Bible study today. We're bringing, like, you just. <laughs> You just, you just like Baptist preaching me right now, but I'm taking it in. I am taking it in. Nate, can it, you tell me why I'm single? Can you, can you, can you preach to me? Oh, we'll go down the line, Angela. Sure. Well, from what I know, Angela, you do have some strong values. You have some strong things like that. But once again, the United States in certain areas, the metropolitan areas have some very confused people. The problem with these Tinders and the and the Bumbles, yes, it's good that we can go out there and find a lot of people. The problem is that the strength is next to the weakness. We can find a lot of people. And so now everyone's confused. Like, hey, I'm having a great time with this girl. Two weeks later, well, I'm now on this TikTok and Instagram and I see all these really painted people meaning that it's photoshopped and so on and so forth. Because I know I've seen a lot of people in person. We all look different in person based <laughs> on from our social media. But then for some reason, we feel like we need to keep finding something better and something unattainable, which is why sometimes some of that mentality, that Western mentality, I don't like it very, very much mm. because it's just, it's also like money. You, the, no matter how successful you are in Los Angeles, you still feel like there's something that you're missing, even if you're not missing anything at all, but it's because of the environment that we're in. And so you have to be aware of that. Now, perhaps maybe it's, it's the area and the values of the men that are around. And maybe you're, maybe even you're affected by that. Maybe Maybe you've seen on social media a lot of attractive people and wondering, you know, where are these people with high value and high worth? And sometimes we have to say to ourselves, maybe it is the area. Maybe it's the people that were around. Maybe it's the people that were hanging around. Or maybe we simply have to just continue to date and continue. Yes, we'll have some heartbreaks and so on and so forth. But just because you have a bad steak once doesn't mean you stop eating steak unless you want to become a vegan. But that's another topic. However, I do believe that you're a person that has a great personality, high worth, you're courageous, you have a set of morals and values that you do prescribe to, and you should stay strong to that. You simply have to date more. And sometimes you're coming across a lot of bad people. That's unfortunately the reality today, especially in a metropolitan area like where you are. Uh, But I truly believe that you'll find that. And I truly hope and pray that you find that soon because you do deserve it, just like KP. Thanks, Nate. Yeah. Me and Ed and Tessa actually also we've we've told that to Angela too. Like, I mean, like uh, in, in adding on to that, and we've talked about it before in the podcast. Angela, like, you, your first film was a full feature, and um, it's funny because I was I was actually listening to the clip today, but like I'll say it again, I have friends here in LA, like literally in Hollywood, that have done short films. But none of them have had the courage to do a feature, and your first film is a feature, and 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 it's an award-winning feature now too. I have other friends; they've done like like thirty shorts 
but they've never won an award because there's like a certain thing that is lacking. Like every film looks the same and it, it, it doesn't ever take kind of a courageous step, but you do. Uh, so like in all that and what Nate's been saying, yeah, dude, like you got, you have, you have something really great. Don't give up if you're like, you know, like in the, in the dating pool, if, if, if there's a notion that you're even giving up, which I don't know if there even is, but yeah, you'll find someone in that sense. Angela, you got it. You are, um, you are, you are a joy and you're going to, you, you're going to find somebody, you're going to find somebody like you are, you are, you are a catch. You absolutely are a catch. No, I think that's facts. Cause uh, coming off of what Nate was saying earlier about how you need to fix your mental and then fix your physical, and then you'll be able to finally know like for yourself, what your values are. I think right now you're in your mental fix state because uh you said on your social media the other day that you are your happiest right now because like you've been fixing your mental and because you've been dealing with your inner like turmoils and stuff like that so it's like oh you're it seems like you're on your way yes <laughs> you are on your way you are on your way and i will say yes once you get to your best self it's less about the law of attraction also you got to get to the law of action because there's this whole movement where you know like you just become attractive person you'll attract the person you'll, no sometimes you need to take action you need to go out there and you need to date with intention and you need to meet people and and that's just the way it is you you got to put some hooks into the sea if you're going to catch any fish and so yeah you you're you're on the right path and you have to and i would start now as soon as possible once you're once you're ready to go out there and find someone in the abundance i mean are you happy in the area you're with are you happy have you met a lot of people in the area you are i mean where are you again the mountains <laughs> yeah, you're in the mountains somewhere yeah, you're in like the boonies yeah I, I would joke like I'm like in the witness protection program because I went from city life to like the middle of nowhere and no one knows me. Um, but I haven't really met anyone in general. Um, my therapist keeps telling me that I need to try dating apps again. And I'm just like, I, I just don't have the energy, the patience for it. But um, yeah, <laughs> that's the problem. See, we, we end up as time goes by men and when we start to get jaded because of the things that are going on in our life, because of the atmosphere and so on and so forth. That's why it's really important for, for men or women. I tell them, listen, well, you gotta get into the gym. You gotta have workout partners. You gotta be listening to the right people because yes, it'll give us more encouragement and it'll shorten the time between our phase where we are kind of inward to get back to the outward phase. So that way we can go out there and meet people with the similar values. Uh, because I do, I mean, I quite frankly, I do like the city. This is why I did the Philippines, because some people say, well, you have to go out into the wilderness to find, you know, people. So, no, I don't. I just go to a country where I do have the same kind of values. <laughs> I want to live in a nice city. That's why I live in Bonifacio Global City in the Philippines, because mm -hmm. I want to live in a dope city with dope people. Yeah. I want the same values. Mm -hmm. I feel like in the United States of America, there's a lot of places where we're just so confused. We're afraid of getting canceled. So we don't say anything. We don't know what to say but now that pushback is happening now and so all of you are very very deserving because i know deep down inside you know what you want there's just a lot of confusion out there and we need to end that confusion and have strong people saying hey you're on the right path you're doing what you need to do you need to fix these things and i i swear in the next year you're going to find something or find someone or find an opportunity that you want to be with i feel it for you angela i accept it <laughs> i claim it <laughs> amen there you go yeah dude are we going down the line? Are we going to do Ed? <laughs> Ed next. In the last in the last few years, um, as I continue to like kind of center on um, my own like my own identity and my mentality, even going like like being in seminary right now um, and get and obtaining my master's, there's a whole lot more in terms of like my identity, who who I know I am, and and it, it's a lot less um, out like exterior judgments of of what people try to tell me i'm supposed to be in the sense like like i it's not that i don't take criticism it's just like now that i know who i'm becoming and what i'm supposed to be like you can kind of weed out the stuff that's like that that's trying to steer you to other direction and you can recognize it too you can recognize like when you're hearing something like you know like if you hear something on social media and so it's like oh that's not for me that's not that's that's just stirring you into like the place i used to be that's stirring me back into that abg love and lust and i i do understand not i'm not super claiming it but i'm not not claiming it either i might actually be claiming it but i understand now 
the whole idea or like you know when like people go to school people like try to get their masters or people go to like the whole joke is like people go to bible school to find a wife and it's like i kind of get it though because it's like wow like in bible it's like i'm so focused on what like like what i'm supposed to be i, I guess this is like true to any career that like you know like you go in and you're learning more about your career like you you're more more focused into what you know you want to be that you reckon it's easier to recognize people around you does like i'd want you in my life like you you make more sense than anyone else that i've that i've met so i i get how you could find you you could i i, I see where in, in a year or two i can get wifed up like in bible school i can see it i can see it yeah kp you're thinking too hard about this go to the gym get the best you can be in school <laughs> go to the philippines and get your high value mobile babe and you're gonna have a yeah! great time and i trust me you're going to find everything you want in a very short period of time. I'm praying for you. Thank you, man. Uh, likewise. Yo, KP, you. You, need K uh, you need Nate as your ringtone. Like, go to the gym. <laughs> go to the gym. <laughs> go to the Philippines. Go to, go to the Philippines. <laughs> I'm telling you. Go find you yeah. Guys, if you haven't been to the Philippines recently or in a while, it's changed a lot. And yes, there are still some things like they need to modernize digitally, like still like 1990s when it comes to stuff. But other stuff it's 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 unbelievable i mean your lifestyle you're able to get food at any time of the time uh, labor is inexpensive enough where you can start having some luxuries that you wouldn't have here and i would highly suggest going for for a week or two or even a month if you can and really opening your eyes to the possibility or it just may change your value system it might change your perspective and your wants and your needs and essentially put you and shock you onto a different track and maybe it's the track that you truly wanted to be on. Maybe you have these deep instilled values that you already know. You're just around so many people where you get confused because I know I was there too. I was confused. I was with a rod of the bad crowd and bad people. And no matter how strong it was or how much self-development I had before, just by surrounding myself that for a short period of time really screwed me up. And then mm -hmm. when I made a decision, thanks to people like Michael Hertenstein and all these people, which were a mentor for bad or good look where i am now i'm exactly where i'm supposed to be in a very short period of time so you never know a year from now everyone here on this podcast might be in a completely different place because you made a decision to you might be married you might be on uh, on a, the career of a lifetime i don't know you never know but sometimes it takes a conversation like this to really say hey i already know what i want so why am i listening to all these people who are wasting my time i should be on the path that i truly desire so go to the philippines kp all <laughs> <laughs> that to say go to the philippines find oh, you a bobo wife no no i'll do it i'll let you stay yeah come stay stay at my place you have offered and i definitely want to i'll yeah, definitely come, want come. to take you up on that offer yeah. also and angela i know a lot of people also have been going to the philippines for film so like if you do want to shoot and stuff like that i've i've known a lot of people like here locally um that have been getting like more more traction in terms of like film and like being able to uh to shoot full features actually like um like the boscos they're they're shooting several films actually over there now just because they've been getting a lot of like uh, they've been getting a lot of leeway with the philippine government and everything else too so film industry starting to boom i know that for sure yeah if you want to uh, like i will can, yeah yeah it's like the what, what's it called find, uh, my, find my driver script find my driver like, yeah vlogs. your yeah. your film yes i i still want to write it with you i still want to write it with you we, we're yeah. we're gonna write find my driver yeah find my driver yes it's yeah. dry bear too <laughs> with, with so, dry so bear nate tell tell the people where they can find you sure you can find me on social media at nate kalima i'm typically very easy to find there or you can go on natekalima.com you can check out the services you can check out this affiliate program that i'm launching globally where you can learn the kind of things that I've been teaching here on this podcast. And you can actually go on there and take the lessons and courses for a very low amount and essentially be plugged into a community that thinks the same way that I do and other people do, or simply have a high value and have these high teachings and teaching self-development and self-confidence to go to the gym, to want to be rich and that there's no shame in those kind of things and trying to be the best life you can be, especially with the talents that God has given you. It's all there at natekalima.com or you can add me on Instagram 
uh, Facebook, so on and so forth. I prefer Instagram because that's the one I typically use. And anyone can message me. Just make sure it's a real profile and make sure you're clearly identified and you're not on private. And then I'll respond. If you're not, I won't respond. Fair cut. Cut to the chase. Yes, we love you, it. You know who else is going to find a wife in the Philippines? <laughs> Wait. You see, I did it. Wait. I did it. Wait. Adam Drive. <laughs> it's, right. it's not an angela podcast without an Adam driver reference <laughs> nate already knew nate already knew we have to make an nate adam driver reference uh, right. a, adam driver is a very masculine man so you know and he's been like married with like a children like he's very traditional too gotta shout out Mm-hmm. that's why i see like you see that's why I, I can see why you're so attractive so it's fantastic <laughs> you know men of high value men of high worth that's what yes. you deserve so we just all have to do our part work on ourselves and continue to go out there and i hope people chop this podcast up put it all over tiktok put it all over instagram put it all over facebook so that we can have more views here on the hey. podcast